0: You're listening to Rock of Ages, where I introduce my theater kid friends to my favorite classic rock albums. And when we look at a concert album or a rock opera, they introduce me to their favorite musicals. Hey everyone, today we're talking about Actwork Trans Europe Express. With me I have Romy.
1: The Trans Europe Express fandom is dying. Reblog if you're po- pro trans.
0: And Paul. Post. <laughs> trans Europe Express, or Trans Europa Express in German, is the sixth studio album by German electronic band Kraftwerk. Which is German for power plant. It was released on March 1977 on Klinklang Records, produced by Kraftwerk members Ralph Hutter and Florian Schneider. And the genres are electronic, synthpop, pop, experimental pop, and avant pop. And from AllMusic review, Steve Huey. Although Audubon was a left-field masterpiece, Trans Europe Express is often cited as perhaps the archetypal and most accessible craftwork album. Balladic themes are repeated often and occasionally interwoven over deliberate chugging beats, sometimes with manipulated vocals. The effect is mechanical yet hypnotic. Thematically, the record feels like two parts of two different concept albums. One, meditation on the disparities between reality and image, and the other, the glorification of Europe. There is an impressive composition paying homage to Franz Schubert, but the real meat of this approach is contained in the opening love letter Europe Endless, and the epic title track, which shares themes and lyrics with the following tracks Metal on Metal and Absug. The song Trans Europe Express is similar in concept to Autobahn, as it mimics the swinging motion and insistent drive of a cross-continent train trip. What ultimately holds the album together, though, is the music, which is consistently more memorable even than that on Autobahn. Overall, Trans Europe Express offers the best of the blend of minimalism, mechanized rhythms, and crafted catchy melodies in the group's catalog. Henceforth, their music would take on more danceable qualities only hinted at here. Although the title cut provided the basis for Africa Bambata's enormously important dance lore smash, Planet Rock. Alright, what do we think of, uh, Kratvek, Trans Europa Express?
1: Uh, pretty groovy. <laughs> and, uh, if you like craftwork, uh, I also recommend you listen to Yellow Magic Orchestra, the band that it's uh, been called the Japanese craft work.
0: Oh, yeah, I've heard but, so like, much it, good stuff about them. I should uh, definitely check them out.
1: And I should know it features Ryuichi Sakamoto, who we lost uh, some months ago.
0: Yeah, I, f- I found that out the weirdest way. I was just scrolling on Instagram, and I saw David Bowie's Estates Instagram, and it was just a random tribute to the reason they passed uh, Ryuchi Sakamoto. Mm. I don't know how uh, Bowie and Sakamoto collaborated in the past, but I that did sound uh, it's it sounds interesting whatever it was that they did.
1: Mm, like hope like hopefully we'll get to hear it. Um which reminds me, I uh, want to know how I found out about Tina Turner's passing? Sorry for those listening who are just now finding out about this through this episode, so uh, I figure by the time it um, comes out, it'll, um, it'll probably, the moment will have long past. Um, so my mom was showing me like this article. Um, she didn't show me the actual article, but the author used they, she pronouns. It was the first time she'd seen like someone put the they before the she. And, uh, the top article happened to be right below that. And it was the announcement of Tina Turner's passing.
0: Hmm. All right. So I found the Instagram post where, uh, Bowie's a state paid tribute to Sakamoto. He he co-starred with Bowie in the 1983 film Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. So so that, that, that makes more sense. Um, but anyway, on to this album. I think it is a wonderful uh, dancing album. I think it's perfect to put for background music at a dance party. And uh, your turn, Paul.
2: Yeah, I, but I think it's just, I agree with you. It is great background music, but... That's all I think it is. Yeah, I, I think it's just great background music and nothing more.
0: For as much as I love uh, grooving to this album, this isn't really something I would put on voluntarily. Yeah. Um, and it might just because it's, it's too long. It's got a lot of nice dancing, hypnotic things to it. But the songs uh, do have a tendency to
2: last longer than they need to. It sounds more like something you might put in the background of a, a soundtrack like... You gotta, somebody making a video game, you gotta have some kind of music behind it. I definitely kind of... did get
0: a lot of video game vibes, especially in the beginning of Hall of Mirrors.
2: I think maybe Mr. Robot may have used one of these songs.
0: I can see that, yeah. Um. Uh, the title track, Trans Europe Express, is, is famous because uh, Grandmaster Flash, the famous uh, hip-hop DJ, oft considered to be like, his his album, the message with the Furious Five, is considered to be one of the first uh, successful hip hop albums of all time. Uh, Grandmaster Flash, when playing this uh, song, Trans Europe Express, he would uh, it was the only song he would play out like all 14 minutes of it. He would he wouldn't like he wouldn't like uh, skip it or anything. He'd just play out all those 14 minutes because it's it's a dance track. It's it gets the it gets the whole room moving. Uh. I just thought that was really interesting. Uh, This was also the walkout music for Joy Division during their shows. Oh. Uh, I don't expect me to tell you much more about this song, though, because everything I heard about this song, I learned from the 1001 Album Club episode on it, so if you want more better information on this album then I highly suggest you uh, check out that episode and all their other episodes because they are one of the best podcasts I have ever listened to. And uh, 1001 Album Club, if you're listening to this episode right now, maybe shoot us up an email on rockofagespodcast at gmail.com and uh, tell us whether or not you want to file suit on us because we practically ripped off your entire podcast format. So, sorry.
1: Yeah, um...
0: Maybe we it's can do crazy. a collab one day.
1: Yeah! Uh,
0: anyway, this this album. Uh, I remember in, like, the very start of the pandemic, like, in May, I first got into my Kraftwerk phase, and that was because of two things. Uh, one, uh, the one of the band's uh, lead guys, Florian Schneider, just passed away, and uh, me having heard the name Kraftwerk before, I decided... Hey, why not I just get into this band? Uh, so I listened to Autobahn. I freaking loved it. It's it, it just, I don't know. There's just something about that album that, like, I just love it. I didn't think it was the perfect first Kraftwerk album to do for this uh, podcast, though, because uh, the first song, the title track, is almost 23 minutes long. And I feel like this album is much more digestible. It's
1: almost <laughs> as long. That one song is almost as long as Tarkus. Let that sink in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I actually would listen, rather listen rather Autobahn than though it still doesn't mean it's going to be easily digestible for you simple theatric kids
1: uh, yeah it doesn't it doesn't diminish tar- tarkus himself from being our little scrimble of in
0: <laughs> yes if tarkus was just on the the autobahn it would be such a better album guys <laughs> yeah i'm putting that, i want to go I'm... back in
1: time and get craftwork to do a cover of tarkus
0: When we get to Autobahn on this podcast, I'm just going to have Tarkus just strolling along on that Autobahn, just minding its own business. Yeah. (laughs) The second reason I got into Kraftwerk is because Bowie. Bowie said that this was one of his uh, favorite bands of all time. He would not let people forget that. He absolutely adored Kraftwerk. Mm. And that's why Kraftwerk mentioned him and Trans Europe Express i know riley isn't here tonight but if she were i bet her favorite lyric would be from station to station back to dusseldorf city meet iggy pop and david bowie uh. and I, I i agree with you paul that that lyric is really out of place not just with the uh the song but with the rest of the album
2: i mean it's not entirely out of place like it is about europe and yeah, yeah. they probably met them at in europe like I'm sure that lyric is based on true events. Like yeah, I mean, we were in Europe and we met Iggy Pop and David Bowie. David Bowie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it should also be mentioned that uh, lead singer Ralph Hooter's absolute favorite band of all time is Iggy Pop's own band, The Stooges. And you could never tell yeah. <laughs> from the album. Like, compare this to Funhouse, and, like, this is, like, proto-electronic synth-pop, and, uh, Funhouse is just, like, crazy unhinged, uh, wild man. Uh, you should definitely listen to Funhouse, Paul. You- you need to listen to L.A. Blues to be fully indoctrinated in this podcast. Yeah. Alright. It is very listenable. It is definitely one of the songs, ever.
2: I believe there will be sounds. They will be in my ears. And and that's all that matters
0: 1, 2, 3, 4. I also mentioned this fun story. Uh, I posted the video a couple days ago. Um, It was just Iggy Pop telling a story about uh, uh, Florian Schneider. He, He was just, Iggy was just up at Florian's place and like, I'm going to go grocery shopping, okay? And then Florian was like, It is asparagus season at the grocery store, yeah? I will come with you to the grocery store, yeah? We will go grocery shopping, yeah? And then Iggy was like, Um. Okay. (laughs) And they went grocery shopping together. (laughs) And it's just something oddly wholesome and funny about that uh, anecdote. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like the guy... You can never imagine the guy just screaming his ass off on L.A. Blues going asparagus shopping with the guy from Kraftwerk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, rock stars have, like rock stars have very interesting lives.
0: No kidding. Uh, I talk about the uh, famous Rod Stewart gas pump uh, story, but we don't have time because A, I, I talk about it right now. And B, uh, I have other things I want to talk about. Like, uh, do you know another band that uh, Kraftwerk was a fan of? But... Ramones. Ow! Which, again, you would never tell from this music. Because, uh... Although it kind of does make sense. Because, like, punk was all about minimalism. Like, using only, like, one to three chords. And, uh... There was rarely a chord progression in this, uh... Little stinker. Like, it's... It's like in just one... One mode. One... One chord at once. And I... I find that very Interesting. But like, uh, in at the very beginning of showroom dummies, uh, Ralph or Florian is is just uh, counting off 1, 2, 3, 4 And that was a reference to how the Ramones would count off songs by going 1, 2, 3, 4 oh. That's, uh, oh, there's,
2: also the, there's also the, I can't remember what song it was, but there's the infamous Or whatever it is Oh, uh,
0: that was uh, Def Leppard, uh, Rock of Ages Yes. Whoa, yeah. I just got it! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, <Cool> Full off-spr- credit! <laughs> Offspring would also sample that Unterkliebenglappengloppen for their song, Pretty Fly for a White Guy.
1: Oh mm. yeah, like the like that, pretty funny, because that was just improvised while well, like, they were just going through a bunch of takes. To, um, if I remember correctly, they were just kind of bored-ish. And like the, he just did that to liven, liven up the mood. So um, they so, and uh, they liked it so much that they kept it in the actual song.
2: Yeah, I think it was like they were just saying one, two, three, four, so many times that he just needed a change in pace. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just say made up words. I remember seeing this one Beatles outtake where like John was like one, two, three, bread. <laughs> <laughs> we need to bring that back. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite number is Bread, guys. Uh, Showbird Dummies might actually be my favorite song off the album. Something. There's something about it. It doesn't. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It's got a really sick, uh, groove to it. And, uh, I'm a, I'm a sucker for cool synth sounds. You know that about me, probably.
1: Yeah.
2: Definitely has a very eerie sound. I mentioned uh, it reminded me of a Twilight Zone episode.
0: Hmm, I. I haven't seen all the Twilight Zone episodes. Uh, I have like just... listened to Twilight Zone by Rush, but uh, that's uh, as clear, That's as far as I've gotten with listening or watching the entirety of Twilight Zone.
2: Well, if you want a general idea, there's an episode where a woman works at a department store, and she ends up staying late to work, and she keeps hearing voices around it. It's almost like she's hearing the mannequins talking, and... It's like the whole episode, it's like, what's going on? Why is she hearing all these voices? And in the end, it turns out the mannequins are alive. And she was a mannequin all along. And it's like Whoa. a tradition where one mannequin becomes a human for a month and leaves everybody. Hmm. And then comes back and becomes a mannequin again. That's true. And it was her turn. But she had spent so long as a human that she forgot she was a mannequin.
1: Oh. We
0: all in the heat of passion, Jimbo.
1: Yeah, uh, like you, know, the way you described that reminded me of the Haunting Hour episode, um, the one with like the doll. Like, uh, the lifelike doll, like the really me doll. Mm-hmm. Does anyone remember the Haunting Hour show?
2: Can't I
0: remember I it existed. I probably heard it. Yeah. I probably heard, it. I probably heard its existence once or twice. I don't think I ever watched it. I should.
1: Yeah, and uh, I mean, it, that reminded me of that episode, which also reminds me of like how like that this like a, a movie that Elizabeth Banks and John C. Riley are doing. It's like an AI thriller called Dream Quill, where like d- there's this lady that goes out in a, a mental health retreat, and like she's temporarily replaced with a robot version of her, and then when she comes back then uh i don't know what happens cuz i don't have the script um i i'm going to guess that happens <laughs> if, and if that happens then um that's good. then <laughs> that, i call that an absolute win
0: yeah huh? Um, I think Kraftwerk basically just took their entire aesthetic off that Twilight Zone episode. Because, the uh, if you ever saw, like, a, a video of Kraftwerk performing live or in music videos, they're basically just mannequins. They're, they're robots. They, they just, they're playing all the notes exactly, uh, correctly and, uh, instinctively. I, I forgot the word I was thinking of, so I just used instinctively. Um, yeah. They're basically... Uh, As the song says, "Showroom Dummies." Like there's the music video for "Showroom Dummies." Like where the first half is just them like pretending they're mannequins, and then like for the last final like 30 seconds, it's them like uh, just vote. They're just grooving. They're just vibing. It's it's actually pretty funny just watching these guys just vibe. Yeah. Especially since you you always think of Kraftwerk as these uh, stiff uh, mannequin people, but no, they're like the album cover. Yeah, they're they're just like us. They that that home cover makes them look like Ken dolls, like really distorted Ken dolls. But but no, they're just like us. They're just like you and me, for real, for real.
1: Yeah, I want to see like I want to see somebody make what, one of those like herby edits where crosswork is in there. This Ken is a band or something. I I, I don't know what to say. This
0: in- Ken met Iggy Pop and David Bowie. Yeah. Um. So, uh, are we all for, uh, including Metal, On Metal, and Abzug as part of Trans Europe Express?
2: I consider that all one song.
0: Yeah. There, there's no break. Uh, I also consider Franz Schubert and Endless Endless to be, uh, one song.
2: Yeah. 52 more seconds. I can live with that.
0: Yeah. yeah I mean, it's a bit weird to have just a 52-second song that's just the words Endless. Endless. Mm. Through a vocoder. Endless. Imagine if the record was just stuck on a loop, so the, uh, the- the song really was Endless. Endless. Oh. <laughs> I don't have hated that. Like, it's just 20 more minutes of Endless, and I'm just like, Hey, when's this goddamn record finally gonna stop? How am I gonna dance to this?
2: A one-hour YouTube edit. One-hour loop.
0: Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. Um... I don't know why that song is called Franz Schubert, because I did not hear a single Schubert melody in there. Not even Ave Maria, which you said, Paul.
2: I I thought it, I could definitely hear a little bit of it.
0: It does definitely sound like something uh, Schubert would write, except he would add more uh, chords. Like, it would just yeah. be a, a, a complete loop of G major throughout the entire thing. But then again, that's the the whole minimalism class. Like, just... Get rid of all these complex uh, chord changes. um Like chord change in Autobahn that kind of irks me because it goes from D major to G major back to D major. When I think yeah. it could have just been easier, I think it would have been more, it would have made more melodic sense to go D major to G major to either A major or C sharp minor and then back to D major. But again, yeah. that's just part of the minimalist movement. I have to accept that. Yeah i'm sorry <laughs> I, I just can't stop grooving to this right now I, i'm in a
2: vibe yeah. right now uh yeah, showroom dummies is not a twilight zone episode it just feels like one of yeah like if this was a twilight zone episode it would be breaking the barrier and now we dance
0: yeah <laughs> i can honestly see the the opening of Hall of mirrors being like um oh yeah a twilight zone episode Uh Brain Your Music considers uh Polomeros to be probably one of the first Dark Wave songs. What do you think of that, Romy?
1: Yeah, I kinda see that. It, yeah. it just has, has that freaky electronic um I feel like even possibly in Michigan borrowed liberally from that.
0: Mm. Uh for those uh confused with what Dark Wave is, just think of Cocteau twins and you've basically got like it. John Uh oh, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Uh, no, they're like a Scottish alt rock group. Uh. Anyway, Trans Europe Express is about to start in our cans right now. Fun fact they really wanted to make this sound like a train chugging, but they couldn't get it exactly right because it wasn't dancing enough. So they had to change it just a little bit so it doesn't completely sound like a train chugging. Mm. But hey, um,. Slaps. This is definitely something I uh, will outplay. I'll sneak this song on at a roller rink and see if anyone notices.
1: Yeah, I'd like to sneak it on in, like, uh, like somebody's playlist and see if they notice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we also should think about how this album, like, uh, I don't know if contemporaneously is the right word or anything, but, like, this album was released in 1977. If I had not told you guys that, what year do you think this album would have been released in?
1: Um, I don't know, like, early 80s at the most? Like, 82, 83?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, so if I told you this was just, like, five or ten years before that time, you'd be like, really? Tell yeah. me more. Yeah, you know, This so yeah. this album was, like, extremely important. I would not go as far as to say it is, like, one of the greatest... Even most pop records of all time. But you could definitely make a case for it.
2: I definitely think this inspired the 80s music. Especially, like, the safety dance.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Men Without Hats. Uh, the, yeah. the That whole, like, English synth pop scene. It could all... It, for, yeah. for better or worse, it could all be found on this record. And the record that came after it, The Man Machine, which uh, I actually think is better. I believe yeah. you. Yeah. It's got, uh, the robots and the model on it, both of which are Kraftwerk's, uh, signature songs, I believe. Yeah. And this has, uh, it doesn't have as much, uh, signature songs, but it does have the Cool Train song about meeting Icky Pup and David Bowie. Hmm. Um. Oh. Uh, so how about, uh, we go around, uh, I'll, I think I'll start off, uh, my, my final average for this record was nine, Uh, I, I, but I feel like giving it an eight and a half because nine, I mean, this is definitely deserving of a nine, but I don't know. There might just be something about how so many of the tracks just overstay their welcome or meander for too long that I, I can't give it that perfect a nine. I have to talk at least like five points, but don't get me wrong. This is an absolutely wonderful record. I don't think I would recommend this kid though, because uh it is a bit too meandering and they might see it as a bit of background noise i feel like the man machine is where craftwork truly perfects their sound like uh none of the tracks feel like they're meandering it feels like it feels like it was made to be both danced to and heard where this album uh. is for the most part a dance record for better or worse eh. for better um yeah but yeah it's it's awesome Romy.
1: I I would, uh, I give this a uh, nine because I just really like this band.
0: And I'm, 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 I'm proud. I'm glad that if, if Theater Kid is listening and they decide, oh, hey, I'm going to get into craft work now. I feel like I've done something good with my life. All right, all right, Paul, you're
2: up. I guess I have the spiciest opinion in the room. <laughs> I, it,
0: it's okay. We don't judge. We're nice.
2: I really think this is just background music to me. Like, I understand you guys really like this kind of music. This is just not for me. I will say, on Schubert, that's my favorite song on the album. It is the most beautiful. But all the other songs are just not for me. I I keep thinking of all the parody versions I've heard over the years of this kind of music, and I just can't get that out of my head.
0: Hmm. What would you say are the parody versions? Because I don't think I've heard parodies of Trans Europe Express.
2: Um, the first one that I'll, that comes to mind now is the episode of the episode Battle of the Bands, not by not by uh, Amphibia, but by even Stevens. Like Charlie, <laughs> the even Stevens episode. No.
0: They, there are all the bands oh episodes, God. are there?
2: It's the it creates a band and it basically sounds like this kind of music and the lyrics are basically a horse goes clipped. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm I, I hip, Hop, hip.
1: Hop. i old enough to vaguely remember when Even Stevens was airing new episodes. Yeah. And so I knew about Shia LaBeouf before most people did.
2: You're one of the real ones. Yeah. I learned about Shia LaBeouf from the music song uh, about him killing...
1: I was a valid place to... um. Right. I, I was a valid place to find out about Shia LaBeouf.
0: So I give you a... Put a six down for you?
2: I'm a 6 out of 10.
0: That's fair. I like I, I like it. I always like it when we have a differing opinion in the room. It makes the episode more memorable. Like, it's like us and them. Like, I like it when we're all on the same page, but I think it's much more fun when we're not. Mm. Uh, take the Revolver episodes. Like, often considered to be one of the greatest albums of all time. Like, really anyone liked it. <laughs> hmm. And I just thought that was so fun. But uh, guess what? Uh, next episode is also going to be fun because Trans Europe Express is a concept album. Both oh on, oh my god! Both on, like the looking into like humanity and stardom and blah blah blah, and also how uh, the Trans Europe Express freaking rocks. Oh, fun fact: uh, when Kraftwerk got a bunch of their critics to, to this album, Trans Europe Express, on the Trans Europe Express. Really? Oh. So I think that I think that's dope. That's cool. Uh but anyway, um yeah, so our next theater album is American, but it is inspired by something German. You wanna guess what it is?
1: Ooh. Oh uh I I my uh it's probably something oh, my God. I gotta I'm just Can I give you a hand? Sure I... Sex. Spring awakening! Spring
0: awakening,
2: yo! Oh, <laughs> oh ho, ho, ho. Okay, Europe thank you. Express. France Europe Express France Europe
1: Express